I'm Wayne Jacobson, and this is Engage. Do you remember the letter we read from Doina last time? She talked about learning to follow Jesus when she stopped learning to follow men. That seems strange to us because we've learned that they're experts and if they tell us what to do, we can follow them. Or there's some system we need to work that'll make this life happen. Listen to this letter from Orlando. Several years ago, I had a conversation with my pastor and asked him why we can't have a conversation with God in the same manner that the men and women we read about in the Bible did. His response was, we don't need to. We have the Bible today. Now, I love the scriptures, and we'll talk about those in an upcoming Engage video. But I want to get to the heart of what's being said here. If we're going to follow the Bible, we're really not going to follow him. The journey we've been invited to is not to be good Christians, not to follow the obligations, demands, rituals of a religion. Instead, we've been invited to follow him. This is how Paul expressed it in Ephesians chapter 5, again reading from the message. Watch what God does, and then you do it like children who learn how to live from their parents. Mostly what God does is love you, keep company with him, and learn a life of love. Observe how Christ loved us. His love was not cautious, but extravagant. He didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of himself to us. Love like that. That's where this journey begins to take on meaning. As God begins to make himself known to you, it's learning to follow him. Funny thing happened to Christianity in the second and third century. It went from being people who were learning to live in the love of God and celebrate that love with each other to becoming a religion with a defined doctrine, defined rituals, and defined traditions. And people became good Christians by following the things that good Christians do. But Jesus didn't teach us to love like that. He instead taught us that God wanted us to love him in the same way that we were being loved by him that this was a journey of love. It was a journey of growing love. And for that, we need to follow a him, not an it. And so many times when we end up following a religion or a curriculum, or some man's idea of what God is, we'll find ourselves getting lost on this journey. Come back to the simplicity of Jesus, how do you love me? And how do you want me to follow you? And then listen for him. Part of this journey is not, yes, I'm sharing my life with him. I'm opening up conversation. I'm talking about the things that concern me. But I'm always listening. Listening when I'm driving around, listening when I'm walking, listening when I'm talking to him. I don't always get answers right away. I, I don't have like direct conversations. Well, God, what do you think about this? Well, I think that. And, but what happens is over my days, we fall into a rhythm of conversation. How does God speak to us? It's very different for lots of people. I'd look for an impression inside, a knowing. Someone described it as a growing conviction. Someone else, a voice in the belly, just something deep inside that leads you. I like this. Someone said, when you're being led by the Spirit, there's times when you have a sense of peace and warmth and rightness about what it is that He might be asking you to do or something He wants you to know. And it brings peace to your heart. Even if it's a difficult word, even if it's something you'd rather not do, there's a peace with it. And on the other hand, there's times when there's a restlessness in our heart, when we're thinking about doing something or, or thinking about dealing with somebody in a certain way. There's a restlessness and unease, and that can be the spirit as well. It's as simple as learning to follow those impressions in our life and recognizing them when they come and listening for them. Scripture described it as a still, small voice. And some people wish God would just yell at us that neon signs would light up and God would make his way clear. 
But I think God speaks in a still, small voice to us for the same reason I do it with my grandchildren. When I talk in a still, small voice, it invites them close. They lean in. And it's the relationship that's more important than the voice. It's learning to recognize how God's loving me than it is what I should do or what I should know about him. Recognizing his love in the real circumstances of my life as I walk on day by day is all about what it means to follow him. The scriptures can help. We'll talk about that up the road. But it's more important that you know his love. You know how this father feels about you in your worst moments and in your best moments. He's with you in the agony of your life. He's celebrating you with you in the joy of it. Then as you learn to live loved, you can love like that. He'll show you that love and he'll make you comfortable listening to his impulses as they draw you deeper into his life. Thank you.